0: This is Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com, and you are listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. This is the
1: podcast you're looking for. This is Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kenobi. This is your spoiler-free place for Star Wars community and conversation. I'm your host, Dan's here, thrilled to be talking Star Wars with each and every one of you. You can support Coffee with Kenobi by following the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Help spread the word by tweeting that you're listening, share it on Facebook, or invite your friends and family to tune in and share a cup of coffee with us. A special thanks to Coffee with Kenobi's travel partner, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. For a no-cost, no-obligation quote, be sure to go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash travel and let them know Coffee with Kenobi and Dan Zare sent you. On today's show, Lou Mangiello of WDW Radio and Becky Mankin of MEI and Mouse Fan Travel join me to share our top five Galactic Star Cruiser tips so that you can get the most out of your vacation should you decide to become a member of the guest list of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, The Halcyon. So pull up a chair, Grab your favorite coffee mug and let's have some coffee with Kenobi. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Joining us today for a cup of coffee to talk about some tips to help you maximize your time at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser are two returning guests. First, let's bring in, you may know him as the Disney Podfather. I know him as a friend and one heck of a squirrely guy, Mr. Lou Mangello. Hey,
2: buddy. Thanks for having me back.
1: Of course, of course, Lou is well-known for the WDW radio show. I was fortunate to be on his live show last week, along with my other co-host for this evening, Becky Mankin of MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Hey, Dan, it's so great to be back on again. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I am actually... Um, I think I'm halfway through your nine hour show about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. (laughs) Really enjoying my hearing in and hearing all of your family give their input on everything. Uh, Just real quick, if you were to give a letter grade, because of course I am a teacher in my day job, letter grade for the Star Cruiser and just overall thoughts on the experience itself. Uh, Lou,
2: what would you say? First of all, it was, quote unquote, only two hours, (laughs) which, (laughs) which, which having been to the experience, you know, could have been much longer. What would be my grade for the Star Cruiser as a whole? Yes, you know, I, I, I unapologetically give it an A, um, because it it did what for me it needed to do, which was exceed my expectations. I agree, and I was going on by Star's Galactic Cruiser time, so two hours is
1: really more like nine on the on the <laughs> ship. <laughs> Becky, what about you?
0: I'm kind of in the in the same Star Cruiser. An A from me, from my personal experience, it did what I needed it to do, which was to be, not be the Star Wars hotel, but to be the immersive experience, interactive experience that I was hoping it to be, and that it
1: would show the value. I would also give it an A because it was just amazing. It did exceed expectations, which were. Uh reservedly high. I've learned since the Phantom Menace that you can have high expectations for Star Wars, but you gotta kind of temper them because you never know what you're going to expect. And it and I at first, when I first heard that it was going to be immersive, I thought, well, it kind of would be cool to walk around and have it be a Star Wars hotel. But that I feel like that would do be an injustice to the entire sort of concept of what Star Wars and Disney that marriage is. It deserves more. Lucasfilm and Disney are always at the the foremost of advanced storytelling and techniques to help you really experience these fictional worlds in a way that you never thought possible. And I think that's why we need to give tips, top five tips for how we think you might use these ideas to get even more out of your amazing experience. Cause it, cause Lou, I think you'd agree it can be overwhelming because there's a lot to do, but I feel like the same thing could be said for any Disney vacation.
2: Yeah. And it, it's interesting because like going to Walt Disney world, it, it is unlike, literally any other place on the planet. Like nowhere else do you need to go. All right, kids, we need to sit down six months in advance, decide where we're going to go, what we're going to eat. We can order it right now if we really want to. So there is a lot of, you know, planning in advance. And even when you get there, there's a lot of things you need to consider along the way. I agree. Uh, Becky,
1: would you agree with that? Not only that, but anytime you go to a theme park, there are going to be things you're going to miss, but that's why you have to kind of do your homework beforehand so that you know, hey, this is the things that, It's okay if I see this, but these are things that I just can't miss.
0: Well, yeah. When you go to a theme park, you pretty much have to figure out, especially something like Walt Disney World, where you can go for seven days and you're not going to experience everything that it has to offer. You could go for two weeks and still not experience everything, which is why you have to go back. And this experience that we had was two nights, three days, and I need to go back because I didn't experience everything I'd like to experience. So I, I think it does kind of go hand in hand. And having a few tips to get ready for that adventure and that, um, that journey is probably a great thing. However, what I would say is don't watch any of the videos on, <laughs> on YouTube right. to try to do this because you need to experience it for the first time with your own eyes.
1: I agree. And I purposely, there's plenty of things I still have video of that I did not post anywhere because I don't want, I don't want to be the person that ruins some of the amazing surprises that are there. So we won't spoil things for you, everybody. We're just going to give you some things to help, help the force lead you in certain directions. And you may choose which path you, you want to take. So Lou, let's start
2: with you. What is your number five? So, you know, I'm starting off with the one, which is the, the giant, you know, I think the bantha in the room, and I think you can't, for me, Dan, you can't get to any of the other tips or questions without addressing the big one and the consistent question, every single headline, clickbaity or otherwise has the words worth it in there. And that is the, the decision that you need to make for yourself. We spent a lot of time on our recap show about this, talking about the quote unquote worth it because it is so incredibly subjective. My goal with the videos, live video, again, non-spoilery, and the review was to help you make, <clears throat> excuse me, an informed decision. <clears throat> excuse me. We also took the price tag, which is admittedly high, and there is a bit of sticker shock, but we re- sort of reversed engineered it to sort of break down what it is that you actually get for it and show, again, if it makes sense for you, that there's actually value in it and there's questions you have to ask for yourself like where do i sit in in star wars fandom do i have this money to spend and without sort of going through all of the different i think questions you need to ask yourself i think when you, we talk about something being worth it for you you have to determine where that value comes from right for me It was watching my family and watching Becky smile and laugh and do all these things. It was the tears that I had in my eyes being that 1977 Star Wars fan at nine years old, living something that I only imagined as a kid. And I'll only say this. If something makes you happy, like it doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. Like if it makes you happy, then that's the answer to whether or not something's worth it.
1: You know, when I work with my students, one of the main things that I hope is that they learn from just me and who I am and how I am is be unabashedly yourself. And if you like something, embrace it and don't apologize. For and I mean, the sticker shock thing is an important thing to talk about. We talked about a lot on Coffee with Kenobi. You certainly address it on WDW radio. And what I've been saying is, no, is it worth it to get into debt for? It? But no, no vacation is worth getting into debt for. You plan for it, you prepare for it, and you go into it knowing, You know, to me, like it's just like any other big thing, Hawaii, Europe, uh, anywhere you want to go that's far away from where you are for staying for a significant amount of time. If you save for it and you plan for it, then it's going to be worth it because you work for it and you and you got your just desserts. To me, it's just that simple. But I would never listen to one person anywhere in the world, except for maybe my wife, to tell me if something is worth it or not. Right. (laughs) You no one can make that decision for you. But, you know. For all of us, we're going to say yes, because we love it. We think it's great. And, you know, this is why we're giving you these tips. So if you do decide that you want to do this, here's some things that can help you along the way. Right. And I I would agree that it's
0: not for everybody. Let's just put it right out there. This is not going to be an experience that everybody needs to do or has to do or has to spend money on. Mm -mm. We all make decisions on our vacation based on what's of value to us personally. So you can even take a Walt Disney world vacation or, or a cruise vacation. Uh, You might be the person that when you uh, choose your resort, all you do is sleep and shower there. So you don't need anything that's extra expensive because your choices are to spend your money elsewhere on that vacation. So it's the same thing with this. This is a, uh, a unique experience that is going to appeal to many people, and it's up to you if you decide that it's worth saving the money for and going to experience this type of
1: adventure. Right, it's it's collaborative for all ages in a way that I've never seen. I've been on lots of yeah. vacations with my family, and it's just so unique and just my. I mean, I believe Lou. When I asked you for your one word, you said over delivered, and I love that description so much because. It does exceed those expectations that we have in very, very pronounced ways. But I will say, you know, of course, because of the show and who I am, a big reason I enjoyed it was because it was set in Star Wars. Everything was exactly the same, played out exactly the same, but the background was like DC Comics or Harry Potter or something. Would I like it? Sure, I would have enjoyed it. But would I be as willing to plunk the money out for it? Uh, Maybe not. I mean, the Star Wars part is a big part for me. And I'm assuming if you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi, that that is where you are at as well. So uh, Becky, why don't you, uh, Lou, were you going to add to that? No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> so Becky, go ahead and give us your number five. And by the way, we see, may have overlap. But we're all going to explain it differently. So I'm okay with the overlap.
0: Susan, so as I'm looking at it going, I could say my five, but I don't want anybody to take my number one. So <laughs> it's okay if we take it. Cause we'll explain it differently. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I think that along the same lines of what Lou said in in a way is that you need to have the right expectation of this before you actually engage in it because don't plan on this being a relaxing vacation. This is not where you're going to go to a Star Wars theme hotel and bask in the, um, in the glory of sitting and reading your book and going to the space spa, because that's not what this is at all. So you really have to kind of go into it, understanding that this is an active experience. You are not going to just be sitting around if you're doing it correctly. In my mind, it ha- it's everything from a, um, and many of us have said this over and over again. It's not, just a vacation. It's a video game and a, a cruise experience and a resort stay and a dinner mystery theater and a Broadway show and a, a, an escape room all wrapped into one. And while you can um, engage as mu- or, or participate as much or as little as you want to, be prepared with the right expectation that you are going to jump all in and really experience the journey.
1: Here, here. Well, uh, an important part of experiencing that journey is fuel. You need fuel in your body, which is why my number five is food. Recently, I had a show. Where we give our top five favorite foods on the Galactic Star Cruiser. The food is a great part of the experience. You know, I believe the chef there used to be the head chef at the California Grill, if 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 my research is correct. And uh, everything is is beautifully prepared. There are so many wonderful food and drink options for you. Uh, regrettably, uh, I didn't find out about the hot chocolate until I was on your live show, Lou. And Becky told me about how good the hot chocolate is. In fact, my wife almost fell out of the car sure. when I told her, cause we love hot chocolate in this Zara household. So there, there's so many options and that is my suggestion, not to eat. Of course you don't eat, but because it's a cruise type thing and your food is part of, you know, you being as a member of the Halcyon's guest list, order everything, order everything you can. Order everything and try it, you know, see what you think. Get seconds. Uh, you like that cheese sauce for the noodle cheese, the tip of noodle cheese. You can get a cup of the side cheese sauce and pour it for anything you want. Pour it on your head. So good. It's so good. <laughs> so you might as well, you're paying for it. You might as well live it up. It's just, it's a great, it's a great part of the whole experience. I,
2: I had three words as my number one, eat it all. And like- I mean that sort of half jokingly because you're right. It is like a cruise experience where all of your food is included. And Dan, honestly, the food was the biggest surprise for me was not just how plentiful it was, but how good it was. And I will admit that, again, my – wasn't hesitation, but my curiosity going in was – oh, please, sweet baby Jesus, please don't let this be like multicolored space food like they did in, in Tomorrowland back in you know the late 70s, early 80s. I didn't expect it to be based on what we saw Gal- uh, in Galaxy's Edge, but I didn't expect it to be that good. And the quality, the quantity, the presentation was beautiful. I love how they do the breakfast and lunch sort of bento box style buffet, but... I was, I was the other day trying to figure out like how many different items there were. And as I was getting into like the seventies, I'm like, there's a lot and there's a lot more than I thought in a lot of different locations. So I agree with you a thousand percent. Excellent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. The drinks are great too. Uh, and like, like all of these drinks you can get anywhere on Disney property. Um, there's much more like flavoring and uh, sweets added it than there is alcohol itself. So, Nobody's getting tanked on the Star Cruiser unless you're rich, I would say. <laughs>
0: I, I also had eat everything on, on my list. I won't tell you where it was on the list, but yeah. eat everything. And that's true. When the presentation is so well done. And the portion sizes on that little bento box thing for breakfast and lunch yes. are so, um, so well executed. And it's easy to go, hey, I want that and I want that and I want that instead of having a, a big plate that you just pile a bunch of stuff on you get a good portion size to allow you to eat everything. Or if you're Lou, you get three or four, you know, trays and stack them and then you get to eat everything. Then you but,
1: must be very buff because those trays are heavy.
0: <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they are. But I I truly enjoyed how they executed dining from breakfast and lunch and also to the dinner experience. And that was elevated to a level above my expectations that I had for being on the Star Cruiser, how everything was um, was well-themed without being overboard, and the quality of the food was beyond my
1: expectations as well. Well, you mentioned the dinner theater. I, we had those Gaia songs in our head for, for weeks. Until we saw it Turning Red, right now I've got Four Town in my head all the time, but that's the show <laughs> for another time. Uh, Lou, so what is your number four?
2: So, again, in no particular order, because I think this is actually incredibly important, is allow yourself to be immersed. And Becky alluded to the level of participation is obviously very subjective, up to you, whether it be based on your fandom, your energy level. And yes, you should carb load before this trip because you're going to need it. But I think if you not just allow yourself to participate, but allow yourself to be a kid again to not worry or about being embarrassed. Like do as much as you want and can, and then do a little bit more. Because while it might seem funny or weird or goofy or taking you out of your comfort zone, it pays such incredible dividends while you're doing it. And I think for the memories you take away. Here, Uh Becky, what is your number four?
1: Um, I don't quite know how to state this as a
0: tip, but I'm going to try anyway. Don't get too hung up on your choice of, uh, of stateroom. I think a lot of people are looking at the options that are available and, and there are three options. You have a standard cabin, which is very comfortable. It has the two bunk beds that we see everywhere. And those bunk beds can accommodate an adult comfortably from what, um, what I understand and what watching Lou jump into them and just, you know, (laughs) looking like he was very comfortable. And, and I think he looked at his son and said, dibs on the, on the bunk bed. So the second one, Oh, that sleeps up up to four or five. Uh, The galaxy class suite sleeps four passengers, which is a little bit more expensive. And by little, I mean, it can be very much more expensive. Um, And then they have the grand captain suite, which sleeps eight passengers. So, You know, a lot of people uh, tend to go, well, it's got to be better if it's bigger. I think in this situation, you really don't need to spend the additional money above a a standard uh, cabin unless you've got a large family that you all want to be together. But in all honesty, if you're doing it and engaging the way that that Lou was just speaking about, you're not going to spend a lot of time in that cabin. It is very cool to be immersed in it and to uh, look at all the details all the way down to the TV remote was well themed. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think that one of the tips is just, you know, get your cabin. If you're, you have up to four people, the standard cabin is going to be just fine for you. And uh, an added tip onto it, talk to the droid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> spend yes. a lot of time pushing that button there's a, a a communications panel in each of the cabins and uh the I sorry you guys are going to have to tell me the, the droid's name because I don't remember it it in. is dso9 yes thank you so she talks to you she will sing you a lullaby she will tell you a bedtime story she will comment on your day um it's it's a lot of fun so is encompassing the, the cabin piece just make sure to spend some time uh chatting with her
1: definitely definitely that yeah that and it, and it does depend on what time of day and uh where the ship is in space what uh, ds and i will tell you as well uh my number four a lot of yours, uh, some years that you both have mentioned. I'm, like, I'm going to wait until I get to mine to comment on those. But my number four is brush up on your math skills, especially negative numbers, because <laughs> Sabak is. This is the way you want to talk about fun and stars. Honestly, I've been saying this for weeks, but because of my son Mason, we played Sabak for probably eight hours the entire time. Wow, we were in that sublight lounge constantly. And you would think Becky was with me at the bar. Oh, sorry, that was a Lou joke. Um, but no, that wasn't the case. We were just playing Sabacc all the time, which is a simplified version of the one that you can get in Galaxy's Edge because it's not really about all the different face cards. It's more like, hey, you got to hit the suit and you got to get the number. And math is not my strong suit. But if you're playing at the hollow table, it does a lot of that math for you, which is, is fantastic. I would also highly suggest that you participate in a Sabak tournament. We did that. We made sure that our family were at different tables so that if we won, we could get on in advance and play against each other and kind of share our experiences. And then the winners of the early afternoon and late afternoon games get to play at the main table in the Sublight Lounge for the final one. Uh, at the that first night that we were there on the cruise, Ashley and David Eckstein were there. So my family and I played with Ashley and played Sabak. So I heard her saying things like, well, I've got a good feeling about this. And that was pretty exciting because there's a Soka Tano I'm playing Sabak with. Or by the way, Diana won. I just wanted to say that. Um, but it's but it's fun, and that's why I bring that up. Because when you're playing Sabak, you're going to meet people from all over the ship that you probably don't even know, or maybe friends you brought along the way, or family as well. And that that's a great way to get to know people. Plus, SK620 came in there a couple of times while we were playing Sabak, and has a good chance to. Scan him and get extra information for later on in your adventure as well. But that sabak table that is a ton of fun with a lot of great
2: opportunities. And All right, love Yeah, my son loved playing yeah. sabak too. Um, it, was, it was great. Yeah, number three for you. <clears throat> so next on my list is is be curious, and what I mean by that is don't just necessarily wait for the action, the characters, the story to come to you. Follow follow guests follow characters explore the ship on your own yes you will be given certain tasks and certain missions and the more you do i think the better the experience it is but don't hesitate if you see something happening or if you see a character walking around again even if it's a little bit out of your comfort zone follow them you never see where they're going if you see a group of guests going somewhere don't hesitate to go and participate and Chances are there's something happening you want to be there for anyway, but it really helps sort of create your own, you know, levels and, and story elements of fun.
1: Was there a particular moment where you took this advice that, um, without spoiling that you really like weren't expecting where your life would
2: take you? So there was a couple of times, um, I went exploring at one point and found a room I did not know existed. Um, I was walking around another time and, a character was, was walking by and I saw a bunch of people following. So I said, I'm just going to go see what's going on there. I also walked into a room where there was a secret meeting going on that I was pleasantly <laughs> and, and wonderfully kicked out of, which I loved. So the more you do like that, um, I, I promise you it pays dividends. Yeah. It's, the, the, ahead, this Mickey.
0: this one was totally on my list. So I'm just going to pile onto it on uh, this point because this was so important. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, I, I hold up against the wall. I don't generally jump into the middle of um of people that I don't know and don't know what's going on, but I kind of got out of my comfort zone, jumped in, caught the caught the eye of one of the characters, talked to him for a little bit. And all of a sudden all I wanted to do was figure out what he was doing and why he was doing it. Was he a good guy? Was he a bad guy? And trying to figure it all out. And he learned my name. And later on, We were, I think it was the second day, but anyway, we were walking through the um, the main atrium and figuring, oh, let's go and look at this room and see what's happening, or let's, you know, not worry about it. All these people were piling in the elevator, and this one character says, "Becky, come on," and that made me stop and go, oh, wait a minute, I, I guess I have to follow instructions. So I think I grabbed um, a bunch of, a, a bunch of us were piling in the elevator too. And I ended up in the middle of a storyline that I would never have experienced had I not done that. So it's it's getting out of your comfort zone, talking to people, walking up to them and chatting with them, asking questions. And like Lou said, just you see a, a, a commotion happen over the side, go check it out.
1: Even the climate simulator has those moments. Like uh, we got a tip that we should go in the climate simulator at a certain time of day. And then those little stones that you pile on top of the rocks have even more meaning for you. Uh, so just be be very aware of your surroundings uh for sure. Uh Becky, are we on you for number are we on four or three? You guys keep jumping around. I don't know what the heck's going on anymore. I think we're on, on three at this point. Okay. Um my
0: here's one that I didn't think that I would say because I had it in my brain that uh I knew I wasn't going to do this because I wanted to spend more time on the ship. The tip is don't skip that too. Hmm. I think a lot of people are, um, well, you know, I've, I've been to Galaxy's Edge so many times, I, I've been there, done that. Why do I want to spend the time in the park? When in fact, that's how I felt. I was, I was thinking, gee, that's going to be an entire day that I could still spend on the ship to, you know, check out places and, and things. However, I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we went into Batu and did the uh, the missions and read through the communications that were happening there because things are different. You do it differently. You experience Batu in a completely different way than you normally do when you just show up to Galaxy's Edge. So I would highly recommend. Don't skip at two if you can get Oga's reservation, which you can do when you actually make your reservations um, because there are some things that might happen in there too. Uh, so get out of the ship for a little bit, go explore. You might um, find that it was well worth your time.
1: Oh, I agree. It's probably easier to get into Oga's if you're a Star Cruiser guest than if you're not, to be honest. <laughs> so it's kind of a bonus yeah. in many ways. My number three, um, and does involve credits, but the real credits. That you're going to bring with you in your wallet. Or if you have Uncle Lou's credit card with you. You know, either way. So, my suggestion is to save a little bit of extra money for the merchandise. I'm a massive, massive fan of the merchandise. I think a lot of us listening are. But the things you can get on the Star Cruiser are unique to the Star Cruiser. And I like that, to be honest with you. I think it makes it more special. And also, you can only buy one of things. Like, I wanted to buy... Uh, two of the SK-620, three and three quarter inch droid, but they wouldn't let me because I always buy one to open one to keep on card. And I couldn't do that, but I was okay with that. You know, it just gives me something to look forward to for the next time. I bought one, kept it on the card. It's a beautifully designed card. Everything there is so unique. The packaging is so great. There's a lot of great in-world stuff that is wonderful. And then when you get off the ship, there are a handful of things you can get that do feature Star Wars that are out of world, more like the traditional... Keychains. there's a really great water bottle with a diffuser in it, Um, T-shirts, a couple. I wish there were hoodies, but at least when I was there, there weren't any hoodies. But who knows, that may change quite a bit, depending on what Disney is doing. But there's so many great pieces of merchandise that are invaluable. If you are a collector or you just want to take a little bit of that extra fun of the Galactic Star Cruiser at home with you, the merchandise is pretty special. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we will return with much more from Lou Mangello and Becky Mankin as we give you our top five tips for enjoying the most for your Galactic Star Cruiser experience. This is Coffee with Kenobi.
0: This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi.
1: All right, we are back. We are giving our top five tips for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And Lou, I believe we are back to you for your number two.
2: So Becky mentioned Batuu. I, I know Dan you did as well. And the number two that I had on my list was to enjoy Batu in in a new way. And what I mean by that is as somebody who lives, you know, not a very star, you know, ship voyage away from Batuu, I I spent more time and enjoyed Batu than I ever have before even since the park first opened and what I really mean is use the data pad as it was designed to do because we we heard a little bit about this when Galaxy's Edge first opened but without question the choices that you make on the Halcyon and the things that you do or don't do absolutely impact what you can do what you're asked to do and even your results when you are on Batu and vice versa. And I was amazed without spoiling anything to hear different dialogue in an attraction that knew we were guests of the Halcyon. And I'm like, internally clapping, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, finally, I've seen and felt the connection between the two destinations. Credits matter, choices matter, missions matter, interactions matter we were able to do so many things collectively and then compartmentalize like individually. And I also know that there were things much like on the star cruiser that we didn't get to do. I'm like, Oh, I would have loved to have been able to do this thing or participate in this mission, which going back to Becky's point has a a quote unquote, rewritability factor for the star cruiser, Mm -hmm. but use your data pad. They give it to you. So you're not distracted by social and emails and phone calls and allow yourself to go all in.
1: Absolutely. It's a, it's a big part. And that's a nice part about this. Um, people that we were with uh, from Lucasfilm were saying, you know, we went on the ship during Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. And we forgot about both of those things. Because if you really let yourself, you can really just be taken away and forget about everything else. But whatever your next mission is or whatever your next uh, blue shrimp is going to taste like. <laughs> all right, Becky, number two for you.
0: My number two. Um especially for those who are listening, this is definitely going to be relevant. If you are so inclined, don't be afraid to dress up. There were a lot of people in character and in costume. Uh, There were a lot that weren't. So you can feel just as comfortable being on board in a t-shirt and jeans as you are dressed completely in Jedi robes or whatever your character happens to be. Uh, there were people that were at dinner dressed to the nines in gorgeous headdress and, and like a, a cocktail gown that was from outer space and others who were again hanging out in jeans and a t-shirt. So if you feel like your star Wars journey, you want to play a part or play a character, please do. It's completely welcome. Just as long as you don't cover your face, they do go along the cost of the regular costume, um standards that you see at Disney World but if you get on board and think, oh my gosh I should have brought my costume there are things in the gift shop that you're able to buy too they do have robes and a tunic and other things that looked amazing and I I almost I was that close to buying a couple of things but they were so warm for me it, it was it would be like I would cook in them um, and all the running that we were doing up and down the stairs trying to, chase down missions and comms. Uh that made me not do it this time, maybe on a return trip, but you can also buy the same or or view the same um uh things that they have available
2: on shopdisney.com. That's and right. if you have a reservation, you can order it ahead of time. Yep.
1: Yeah, you have as long as you use the same email address used for the My Disney Experience account, you have sixty days before your voyage or thirty days after your voyage. Ignore that thing that's popping up. So, yeah, you you can definitely do that. My number two is actually the exact same as Becky's and its costumes. So surprisingly, I said to Deanna about halfway through the voyage, I said, hey, if there's one thing now that you know what you know, what would you what advice would you have given yourself before you went on this thing? And again, this is a person who is not a big Star Wars fan and uh, is very much grounded in the real world, shall we say. And, I, and she said, I wish I would have dressed up. And I was like, really? And She said, yes, because it just looks like it's a lot more fun. It's like Halloween um, in the biggest uh, cul-de-sac, that Star Wars theme that you can ever imagine, right? The whole time, because the cast members are always in character, and you're with people who are very much buying in because they've bought a, a trip to Voyage on this thing with you, there are options. You, can bring, you can't wear a mask, as you said. But everything else you can be a part of, you got great Jedi robes from Galaxy's Edge, bring them. Uh, you've got some, some cosplay ideas that you have thought about that you did, bring them, you know, or you can buy things on the chips out there as uh, like a blue and gray uh, tunic for people who are training others to be Jedi or to practice with their Jedi Sabres that I wanted to get, but they didn't have a size that worked really well for me. So just kind of keep that in mind. If you're If you're counting on that, it's possible not all the sizes you need will necessarily be there. But as Lou mentioned and Becky mentioned, 60 days before your voyage, you can order them on shop Disney and they will get there hopefully to your home before you actually leave for your adventure itself. But it's a big part of it. It's a ton of fun. I know I have like an X-wing costume from back from the target commercial days. I wish I would have brought that thing with me too. And I really <laughs> underestimated how exciting it is to be a part of that. Cause a lot of the people there were very full on doing that. And they included, they are also wearing those things when we went to Batu together and it just seemed to really add to their experience. So that, that's a big part of the whole play thing. And I think it's really cool.
2: Ewok costumes are welcome. Uh, they, actually, I tried, but because it covers my face. Oh, um, Yeah, yeah. The um, the lightsaber taser, I thought was a little much. They could have just asked me to take it off, but it's fine.
1: Agreed, agreed. Well, you know. All right. Well, we're back to you for number one. I feel like you may have already
2: said your number one, but maybe there's something else you want to add to it. So obviously there was a lot of overlap and and I love the fact that we're all very much on the same page and wavelength about our, our tips and experiences. But I think the last thing that I would add, um, not necessarily just as, as the most important, but mm-hmm. don't worry about your level of fandom. And what I mean by that is you don't have to be a quote unquote, hardcore star Wars nerd knowing and having even watched everything. And as a matter of fact, I don't think there's a lot that you quote unquote need to have watched in order to enjoy it because the characters are new, the story is new. And I know for some people, before they stepped foot on board, it was, they thought it would be a negative. Like, I wanted to be surrounded by these characters I'm familiar with. I love the fact that it wasn't because you were not trying to follow a certain path or story or have any preconception of these characters. So you could have seen a couple of movies or be the, you know, biggest Star Wars fan in the world or somewhere in between, and you can still absolutely enjoy this. And if your husband, wife, son, daughter, mother, father is the, is the big fan and you are not, I promise you, you can still do it as well. I have an 18-year-old daughter who is admittedly not a big Star Wars fan. Two minutes in, she was all in and she may have had the best time of anybody.
1: Oh, wow. I love that. That is so cool. Um. Hmm. Uh, Becky, you do you? Anything you want to add to that? Oh, to that piece. Yeah, ab- absolutely.
0: I a hundred percent agree. There are s- different family members that may not be so into it, and there are some that are going to be. I'm going to definitely go. I can see this experience being uh, a, a gang of friends going together who are big Star Wars fans, but I can see the family going along where maybe dad's and and son are the Star Wars fans, and mom and daughter may not be. It doesn't matter. They don't have to have watched the movies because it's things that you're doing together. It's a story that you're living together. And it's a story that you are designing and creating on your own together. So uh, I, I think it, that it's a, a great family experience, regardless
1: of your level of fandom. Absolutely. yeah. You, I mean, I, there's plenty of stuff there that you don't need to know anything about. In fact, Deanna said to me when I told her about the trip we were going to take, she said, oh, Jesus, somebody going to, is a stormtrooper going to knock on my room in the middle of the night and ask me trivia <laughs> questions? I said, no, no, that's not going to happen. And it doesn't happen. It doesn't matter if you know anything about stars. You just have to be ready to play it. So Becky, what's your number one tip? My number
0: one, like I said, I, I love the way that this is kind of all coming together. I would say don't miss any of the public events make sure that on the schedule, they'll have things like the, the captain's speech or the the muster drill or, or things that might sound a little mundane or something you don't need to be a part of. But I highly encourage you, please, please, please make sure you go to all the public events because it's definitely relevant to your experience. And, and again, if called upon to help, do it. Just jump in and do it follow along have fun be a kid allow yourself to be a nine-year-old again because mm-hmm. that is going to enhance the experience altogether it is easy for someone to just go yeah i'm going to space but if you allow <laughs> your seriously i saw people do it It's just like yeah i'm in space but if you allow yourself to really believe what you're doing and to Um, immerse yourself in the story that's unfolding around you and let yourself become part of that story. You're going to have the best time and it's, and it's going to bring that value back and you're going to say, yeah, that was worth any, every penny that I spent.
1: Absolutely. That ties in beautifully to my number one. Uh, It is similar to what you both said. When we got, when we got off of our bus to get onto the galactic star cruiser, the first thing I said to us when they gave us our magic bands is get ready to play. Get ready to have some fun and that that's probably the best advice that i that i could give as well whether you're extroverted or introverted the way the organic storytelling is created for you the environment is there for you you can't help but feel a part of the experience you know becky is someone like as you know she said is a bit more introverted my wife's the same way i'm the opposite like i want to be the the center of the thing but it didn't matter once you're on board everybody's kind of in the same experience it's a little bit unknown, a little bit exciting, and there are so many people there that want you to have fun, and they're going to help you get the most out of it, and it's great. You just have to be willing to suspend your disbelief and have fun, and, and, if, and if a lot of people that you know have gone on this thing and they can do it, you can do it too. It's, it's well, well worth it because this truly is unlike anything that you can experience anywhere in the world, in my opinion. And that's not hyperbole, Dan. Like that that's no. a
2: real thing. Like there
1: is really nothing else like this. Yeah. It's true. It's absolutely true. It's it's so unique and just I don't know. I marvel at how they made this come together. And I can I would love to have been a part of those meetings. I'm sure they were angst ridden Well, what can we try this? Can we try that? Imagine so that fell on the cutting room floor that didn't make it, that we might see in sort of future iterations of this if they do in fact modify it at some point. I hope they don't because the playability is we said is so very high. When I got off the ship, someone said to me, Hey, do you know that X, Y, and Z has happened? And I said, what? <laughs> and they said, do you feel cheated because you didn't get experience that? And I said, I honestly don't because I realize that when I do this again, and I am going to do it again, that I have that to look forward to. Plus who knows what else is out there. It's, it's, it's just amazing. It really, yeah. really is. I'm, I'm really
0: glad that they didn't just, it, they could have done this the easy way and built a hotel and called it the star Wars hotel and then had star Wars themed everywhere and just gone that direction. And they would have made a huge profit from it. I'm really glad they went this direction. And while, you know, the, the long term of it is in question because that's probably one of the biggest thing. Will people return? Will the story change? It does have a lot of potential to have, different uh star wars adventures if they change the story going forward that's what i'm excited to see but it truly is and i've been saying this all along from the moment i heard about it they're doing this in such a way that it's a it's a disruptor in the travel industry and i would love to see this type of experience be transformed into other ip um I could see a Marvel experience and I could have cocktails with Thor. It'd be awesome. But it is really exciting to see how they took this and how it's working out.
1: And you said Thor and working out and you had this sort of a blush. about
0: <laughs> Well, you know, it is Thor. What, what, what can we say?
1: Oh, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Becky, any last minute things or mentions that you want to say as we get ready to sign off?
0: Yeah, a couple of ones that I want to make sure that people know. We didn't touch on the captain's table. Uh, A lot of people were thinking that, oh my gosh, if I can't get the captain's table, I can't do that date. It is very limited. It's I think it's 12 people, 12 or 14 at the table for an extra $30 a person. And it is a wonderful experience. It's fun. You do get two extra courses on one of the meals uh, or, or the meal that you're sitting there for. You do have some interaction. With some characters, but the captain doesn't sit at the table the entire time. Please know that it's an expectation. I want to make sure people understand. But if you're, if you have the perfect date for this experience and the captain's table's is not available, it's not going to be a big deal, in in my opinion.
1: I agree. Because you get you get a little bit extra food. You get a pour of red, a pour of white, and a pour of champagne as well. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Cool. Lou, Are any other choice?
2: Um. No, I don't think so. I think we really covered a lot in terms of your expectations, your levels of fandom, um, you know, what you want to get out of it and making sure that you also uh, if it was me, I would do a space and sea or a space and land package because you're going to need a day to recover. Mm -hmm. You are exhausted in the most wonderful, wonderful way.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely agree. But you get rested up for the experience and you make sure you get some downtime when you get off the ship and you're able to nap away with those amazing, amazing (laughs) memories. And speaking of memories, as as many of you know, listening in the summer of 2023, uh, we are hoping uh, with Coffee with Kenobi and M.E.I. and Mouse Fan Travel to head back to the Halcyon together. And I know it's quite a bit before uh, dates are even open. So, I mean, do you even know, Becky, how far in advance Disney is opening up these dates? (laughs) Well, they just opened up October to December of this year. So we're probably
0: a good six months or more out before we'll even be talking about 2023 at this point. So just hang on, and hopefully we'll have more information
1: as soon as we can. That's right. Stay tuned, and as they say, stay on target. Start saving your money <laughs> uh, after celebration so you can make that happen. Hopefully join us in the summer of 2023. Well, Lou and Becky, it's always great to talk with the both of you. Uh, you actually behave yourselves a lot better than I expected, so there is <laughs> there is progress. I
2: see the the group therapy is working very, very
1: good. <laughs> Lou, please let everybody know where they can find you
2: and WDW Radio. So you can find everything I do on the Disney side of things at www.radio.com, and you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast, and you can find me. I am at Lou Mangello on all social.
1: And Becky, what about you and Emmy on
0: Mouse Fan Travel? You can find us at www.mei d- w- travel.com and I'm Becky Mankin on all the socials and sometimes I even show up on WDW radio now and then. Not if anyone's
2: saying WDWW, d- d-
1: w- w- <laughs> do you're not. But See, that's now, all, Now folks. it
0: starts. There we
1: go. That's right. <laughs> we almost made it. We almost made <laughs> it. Sorry. <laughs> Listening to Coffee with Kenobi, you are with Danzi, the podcast you're looking for. This is my goodness aren't those two so much fun a big thank you to Lou Mangiello and Becky Mankin for joining me to give you our top five tips for enjoying the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser be sure to go to MEI and Mouse Fan Travel for all of your travel needs at www.coffeewithkenomi.com slash mousefantravel for your no-cost no obligation quote. They can help you plan your magic vacation, whether it's on the Galactic Star Cruiser, Galaxy's Edge, any of the theme parks, not only Disney, but Universal as well, the cruise lines, Star Wars Celebration, or anywhere that you want to go to enjoy a vacation. It does not have to be Disney-related. And when you do so, be sure to let them know that dance Air and Coffee with Kenobi set you. You'll enjoy an amazing vacation and support me and Coffee with Kenobi in the process. CWK Live on Monday nights at 7 o'clock PM Central Standard Time where we are re-watching Star Wars Rebels next week we're going to look at Spark of Rebellion Part 2 the second episode in season 1 of Star Wars Rebels whether you haven't seen it in a long time or it's your first time go ahead and watch the show and keep track of your top 5 and share with me live on Monday night and you can not only hear yourself on the Star Wars Coffee with Kenobi podcast feed but on our YouTube channel and Instagram as well the CWK Cafe group is www.coffeewithkenobi.com community. It's a spoiler-friendly, spoiler-friendly, it's a family-friendly, spoiler-free and drama-free place for your Star Wars thoughts, comments, reviews, and opinions. That's www.coffeewithkenobi.com community, our CWK Cafe Facebook group. The CWK Alliance is where you can go and support me and Coffee with Kenobi and also get access to CWK Prover a weekly audio and video exclusive podcast not heard anywhere else. That is at www.coffeewithkinomi.com support. 10% of your monthly contributions will go directly to the St. Jude Children's Hospital. You're also able to contribute and support me and the travel and the things I do to bring you the show each and every week. www.coffeewithkinomi.com is the website for Star Wars news, announcements, reviews, Videos and so much more. You can email me, danz at coffee with Kenobi.com. Connect with me on Twitter at Mr. M R Z E H R, on Instagram at Dan C W K, and on LinkedIn. Coffee with Kenobi is all over social media Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. Give the show a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffee with Kenobi or subscribe to Coffee with Kenobi's YouTube channel. Please take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. If you like the Coffee with Kenobi logo or you want to find some other Star Wars t-shirts, go to shop. Danzymedia.com is where you can go if you are starting a podcast or a blog or already have one existing you want to expand your brand. Reach out to me at danzymedia.com and I can help you take that first step into a larger world. I'm also available to come to your school, conference, business, or organization to talk about how to tap into your strengths and help you bring out your very best enjoy the rest of your week and weekend everybody be sure to watch chapter not chapter i'm used to that from from the mandalorian in the book of bovet but be sure to watch star wars rebels the second episode of season one spark of rebellion part two and then get your top five ready to join me on monday night at seven o'clock p.m central standard time thank you again for all that you do to support me and contribute to this amazing star wars community and remember this is the podcast you're looking for. See you next time, friends. Move along. Right.